is the Go Blue Crew. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to episode 116 of the Go Blue Crew. Michigan finished losing three out of their final four in the regular season, but uh, Derek, we're going to choose to be positive today. How does that sound? Yeah, I'm for it. We're going to be positive by looking forward to the Big Ten tournament where Michigan plays Rutgers on Thursday at noon. If they win that game, they'll go on to play Wisconsin, the number one seed. And we can get into this later, but I'm actually kind of thankful that Wisconsin is the one seed compared to you know the, the top three there. I think they're the team that Michigan uh, uh, matches up the best against. And, and other, you know, I know they beat Michigan State, but Michigan State is very good and has been uh, playing very well as of late. So yeah, there. I guess there's there's always a chance at a at a championship run here. Michigan has certainly done it before, but before that can happen, obviously you have to take on Rutgers, a team that uh, Michigan seems like they're playing uh, every other week now down the stretch of the season. So, what do you think of this matchup against the Scarlet Knights? I think it's crazy because yeah, it's always weird when you play a team three times. I think in a run, uh, maybe. 2017, uh, 2018, I can't remember which one, but I think they played Minnesota three times that season. But it, I think the weird part is uh, not only that it's the, the third game against Rutgers, but it's against a Rutgers team that's won uh, a better seed, an eight seed compared to Michigan's nine. Uh, it's a, a team that Michigan has played either on a neutral floor or away. Uh, so this would be obviously another neutral floor. Uh, the closest, though, to, to Michigan, because even the – uh, the neutral floor at Madison Square Garden there was obviously pro Rutgers uh, in terms of area. So I, I think it's a good third matchup, though, if I if I had to see a team on Michigan's schedule again, uh, first in the Big Ten tournament, I guess I'd pick Rutgers uh, because I feel like Michigan went in uh, to the rack where no one had won uh, and beat uh, Rutgers. And then I think in maybe some brighter lights at Madison Square Garden uh, when Rutgers was kind of on a high and ranked. Um, beat them there too. So I, I think that, uh, I mean, you hear a lot, and I think even the Fab Five used to say this, um, but, I mean, you see a team that third time, and even though you've won twice, sometimes it gives the other team the advantage. But I do think Michigan's a better team overall than Rutgers, so happy with the draw, and I think that as long as I can take care of business, uh got to look forward to Wisconsin, which I'm happy with that draw as well, like you mentioned. Yeah, Michigan beat Rutgers 69-63 on February 1st, beat them again February 19th, 60-52. The first matchup is when Brandon Johns Jr. Uh, broke out for, for 20 points, and, and Xavier Simpson had had a 10 assists. It was a very good all-around performance on a technically neutral court that, as you mentioned, uh, was definitely skewed toward Rutgers just because of, of location. You know, I'm looking at like uh, number seven seed Ohio State, number six seed uh, Penn State, you know, go up a little further, number five Iowa. Like, it, it, you, you don't obviously like want to be the number nine seed uh, in, in your conference tournament, but getting Rutgers at eight in that matchup definitely seems favorable compared to positions right around there where you know you, you might be talking about like a an Ohio State team that I think uh is is uh, probably well even Michigan struggled with them so uh, I, I think we can look at the Rutgers matchup and be like okay we can definitely take that we can we can roll with that and and you know maybe count on on three and oh for the season 
Yeah, I mean, so when I – Michigan's uh, won the tournament as an eight seed before. Um, so, I mean, obviously – you want to have a maybe a favorable seed to get that extra day off, but I mean Michigan's done it before, uh, twenty seventeen where they beat Wisconsin uh, in the Big Ten tournament finals that year. Finals that year, but for for me, yeah, I just I almost can't believe how favorable it is. Um, you wouldn't expect the nine, I guess, to be, but just the way it's shaped up. Because even if you look, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to. Um, have the Iowa spot and have to play Illinois. I'm not really worried about Minnesota or Northwestern coming in uh, against that game. But if you look down further, Purdue, uh, even though Michigan's beat Purdue twice, seems like a team that can turn it on during the tournament. Ohio State's given Michigan problems. Penn State's given everybody problems. And even if you're on that Penn State line, um, to, to be able to uh, have to face like an Indiana squad who's had some highs and more lows as of late. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't want to see Michigan facing Michigan State or Maryland uh, until the finals. And so I think it's nice uh, to have this path. Uh, potentially even that, that March 14th game um, could be pretty favorable compared to the bottom of the bracket as well. So I think, honestly, it's shaped up as well as it could. Uh, I think it gives Michigan probably the, the best chance to make it to, uh, you know, Friday, Saturday, uh, Sunday. Uh, and, and if they're going to do it, obviously they still have to play their best basketball uh, because Wisconsin is a one seed uh, for a reason. Um, they've won enough games in the Big Ten to deserve that. Uh, in, a, in a team that can definitely beat Michigan in a lot of ways. Now, yes, you know Wisconsin is the number one seed because they, you know, they they won enough games to do that. But maybe it's just the fact that Michigan played Maryland in the last game of the regular season. I thought Maryland was a great team, like a really well-rounded team, uh, really really tough on defense, made made things difficult for Michigan. I I look at a you know. Take away the number one. I look at a matchup against Wisconsin, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll take that. Even against Michigan State, which which Michigan has already beaten, just because the Spartans have looked really good down the final stretch. You know, I'm, I know it's it's uh, the number one seed, and that comes with its own feelings. But playing Wisconsin, you know, if you if you're able to beat Rutgers, I think that's favorable to to playing probably Michigan State and Maryland. How do you feel about that? Yeah, for sure. And I think that if you look back to uh, the whether it's the 2018 um, or the the 2017 tournament, I mean, Michigan at some point would have had to play a number one. And so in 2017, as the eight seed, after beating number nine, Illinois, they took Purdue to overtime and found a way to win that game. And so, yeah, seeds aside, I think that I would honestly rather have Michigan play Wisconsin than anyone probably two through seven. Um, just because I feel like in that game, it was a game that Michigan lost on its home floor to Wisconsin. It was a very frustrating game where Xavier Simpson somehow scores 30-plus, uh, and it seems like nobody else has anything to contribute. I think Wisconsin's a beatable team if Xavier Simpson takes five less shots and um, is able to contribute the ball, or someone else is able to contribute as he dishes the ball to him. And so... You know, I just feel like that has to be the the team that I'd want to see Michigan play all the way down to the Penn State seed. Uh, Demetrius Trice also went off for like 30, I think, in that game. So I think that Michigan has a very good chance of beating Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin just played some of its best bas- basketball late and, and took care of um, their home court pretty well. And, and I think that, yeah, I mean, first things first, take care of Rutgers. But 
you have to feel good going into the weekend uh, because you could be looking at a Maryland and say, wow, Michigan just got manhandled by Maryland. Uh, and so at least it's not that. So, yeah, that, that first matchup against Wisconsin, Xavier Simpson to 32. Do you think Wisconsin would make that into a similar game again? Just you know, make Xavier Simpson single-handedly beat you, which he wasn't able to do. I think they're willing to let Xavier Simpson do that in terms of, I feel like a lot of get they're leaving him open. Um, he seems to be able to get to the lane. I think they're more worried about him as a distributor. So I think that Wisconsin will try to play a similar um, style of defense because why not? You let a guy score 30 and you still won the game. It's like when Michigan beat Iowa the first time and Garza had like 72 of their 90 points. Uh, who cares? Michigan won the game. Uh, but I do think that it's unlikely that Xavier Simpson can replicate that performance. Uh, and I think that it's uh, pretty likely that a guy like a Franz Wagner and Isaiah Livers, uh, John Teske, uh, especially those last two with, that also have tournament experience outside of Xavier Simpson, I think that um, they'd probably play a little bit more evenly through the through the starting five. And I think that that's when Michigan becomes hard to beat. Yeah, if you can allow one guy to get all the buckets and hold everybody else to count, um, then you feel pretty good. But I think Michigan's dangerous enough to where uh, that's why the matchup seems so favorable. Um, but we could be wrong because Michigan can come out uh, and play like the team that uh, lost some games that they shouldn't this season. So I guess we'll see what team shows up. And I think that's honestly what's going to lead us to believe if they can do anything uh weekend after this as well. And those first two games, if Michigan is playing in that second game, are at noon on Thursday and Friday. Will you be able to watch? It's going to be tough. Yeah, it'll be tough, but I'm going to find a way to at least probably watch half. Um, and then I'll be able to follow along and look every once in a while probably. But, yeah, to watch it tip to final buzzer uh, without missing a beat, probably not. I think I'll be able to – probably. I don't think I'll be able to, like, actually watch most of – like, like I'm, I don't know if I'll be able to get a half. I think I'll just have – I won't have any trouble following it, but that's going to really suck having to just like check for updates on Twitter or the ESPN app or whatever. The good news though, you know, obviously move on to Saturday. It doesn't really matter what time those games are going. As long as you're on that good old Monday to Friday work week, Uh, that would be a 1 PM tip. And you're looking at possibly Iowa, Illinois, then Northwestern Minnesota are also on that side. Who do you think uh, comes in from, from that portion of the bracket into the the semifinal game? Man, that's, you know, I think the teams that I like the most are, I honestly think Maryland. Uh, I like Illinois a lot. Uh, I think that Michigan is Michigan State's also playing their best basketball, so I wouldn't be surprised to see them uh, do something in the tournament. But I also have my eye on Ohio State. If Ohio State can uh, play like they, they have at times this season uh, and beat Michigan State, assuming they beat Purdue, I think that they can give Maryland a run. Uh, for its money, uh, and, and I think that that's a team, too. So I, I would say Illinois, Ohio State, and Maryland are, are the teams that I'm looking out for. And so, yeah, Michigan would have to get through uh, tough teams eventually. Uh, and so if they can make it to the semis, quarters, uh, and, and you know, be able to handle the business, maybe they have a shot, but they're going to need a magical run, probably bigger than Atlantis, just because the Big Ten's been that bit good. I think I kind of like Illinois to – to be the the other team in that semifinal game, it just seems like it's their year. 
they've played really well throughout the year. And it just seems like, you know, now is the time for the Illini to to put themselves in a really good position to get a nice seed in the NCAA tournament. And, you know, who knows what from there. But it just seems like it's kind of been their year. And I, I wouldn't be upset. I, it might be, uh, you know, I can't, I can't think of another team in the tournament, maybe IU just because I'm in Indiana, that I would, like, kind of be happy for to – to reach, you know, the championship game and, you know, have a shot at it. But I, I, I think, uh, I, I think Illinois will be that other team. And, and, and so now, you know, we got, you know, I'll say, okay, Illinois uh, playing whoever we can decide that in a second. And then maybe on the bottom of the bracket, uh, you know, Michigan state or Maryland or, or Ohio state, Maryland, whatever, all that is kind of inconsequential though for us because, <laughs> We have to figure out, is Michigan even playing in the semifinal game? What do you think? I think that Michigan can play in the semifinal game. I do think it will be against Illinois, and I honestly think that Illinois will make the championship game uh, and give whoever it is from the bottom a run for their money. I think that the interesting thing is Illinois doesn't technically know who they're getting. Uh, You can say that uh, for Maryland, too, even more so. Michigan State has two teams to pick out of. Uh, Those others have three. But I think that Illinois is going to be ready for whoever they play first. And I think that the way they've been able to play to meet them in the semis, I think would be very tough because they're uh, the second game in into their groove. Michigan might be a little tired there by the 14th. Uh, And I just think Illinois, honestly, just one of the best teams uh, in the Big Ten in terms of being able to just take over a game at any time. I think that they're still very underrated. I, maybe it's because of that uh, late history where you haven't felt like you could talk about Illinois in this way. But, yeah, I, I think Michigan-Illinois, Ohio State-Maryland, and man, if Michigan can get past Illinois, then uh, you, I guess you have a chance because I, I feel pretty good about a Michigan team who can win three in a row. Uh, I just feel like this is, I want to say, almost a, a bigger opportunity than the NCAA tournament. And I'll tell you why. Because the NCAA tournament – is always a field that's going to be unpredictable no matter what. Anything can happen. Whereas in the Big Ten tournament, I feel like Michigan can make something happen. Uh, I think the Big Ten, undoubtedly the conference of the year, uh, it's been a complete nuthouse this season. But if Michigan can find a way to play that dominating basketball that Juwan Howard's trying to instill uh, and win some games against Rutgers and Wisconsin and have a fighting chance against an Illinois or whoever might be in that game, then I feel really good about Michigan's chances to win the Big Ten tournament. Uh, and maybe that means they, they go on and do next to nothing in the NCAA tournament. But I'd say that the Big Ten tournament is not only the focus because it's now and next, but I think the bigger opportunity might be winning the Big Ten tournament because I think we can both agree that for them to win the NCAA tournament would be a longer shot than we're used to in recent seasons. If I called you Clark Griswold, would you know why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because of the nut house? <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's just the first place my mind went when you said that the Big Ten has been a nut house. <laughs> just Clark, Clark Griswold there in the living room. Yeah. Sometimes the words flow that I, that I don't find myself saying often. <laughs> okay, so uh, I, I guess because we're talking about so many games here, rather than like a game-by-game, uh, game, win or lose, maybe maybe the best way to do this would be what percentage chance do you give Michigan to win the Big Ten tournament? I think, I think it's slim. I'm going to go with about 20% chance. Um, 
I feel like it's going to take Michigan's best basketball to do it. I think it's really honestly going to take any Big Ten team's best basketball to do it. Um, this seems like a year in college basketball more than ever, and especially in the Big Ten where I think anyone legitimately all the way back to Indiana could potentially win the Big Ten tournament. Now, there are favorable teams. I think that one through four seed line uh, is pretty fair. I think that Ohio State as a seven uh, is dangerous. I think uh, Purdue at a 10 is dangerous. And so I do think Michigan's shown enough this season to where I don't know that people want to see Michigan on the schedule. Rutgers sure as heck doesn't want to see Michigan again because uh, they've been beaten twice. Uh, I don't think Wisconsin wants to see Michigan again because of how, um, you know, it's such a, a rare game and an occurrence the way Michigan played. Uh, and, and I really don't think at that point anyone would want to see Michigan, uh, no matter if it's Illinois or, or later on in the championship game. So I give them a 20% chance to win, uh, but I don't know that I'd give anyone more than 35 40% chance to win just because of the way the Big Ten shaped this year. Okay, I'm going to go a little less than that. I think it's probably about a, a, a 12 to 15% chance as unscientific as this is i know that was kind of specific but uh it just seems like michigan i don't i don't think they're that good or i should say they're i don't think they're good enough to string off that many wins in a row especially as you're talking about you know okay you get by rutgers and then you got wisconsin and then let's just say you got illinois and then let's just say you got like maryland or michigan state like those are three uh, pretty good teams that you're gonna have to get by and i don't know if they can string together that many in a row Uh, we should mention we're recording this Wednesday night, kind of late Wednesday night. Or, oh my gosh, today today is a Tuesday. Sorry, <laughs> we're recording this kind of late Tuesday night, <laughs> and uh, the Big Ten has has not made any announcement about the tournament in regards to the uh, coronavirus. Other conference tournaments have, but not that you'd be coming to the Go Blue Crew for up to the minute news on what's happening. But should be have okay. <laughs> The once a week podcast, <laughs> but uh, have not seen that's posted about fifteen hours. <laughs> have not seen anything on that front. Just FYI, and then in the the you know minute or two we got left here, I'm looking at like uh, bracketology here with Joe Lenardi on ESPN. He's still got Michigan there to succeed uh, in the East in New York. Do you think Michigan? Can can they like lose to Rutgers and still maintain a decent seed, or do they need to rip off a win or two to to solidify themselves in in that kind of position? I'd say to stay between five and seven, uh, or the six seed, like you said, is on bracketology. I think you need to win two games, uh, and I think you probably need to play pretty well in the in the next game too. Uh, if Michigan loses to Rutgers, I don't think they're in jeopardy of missing the tournament, uh, but I do think that they'd probably fall around the ten. Uh, nine ten, similar to to where they're at in the Big Ten, uh, because not only were you, um, you know, not too far from the bottom of the Big Ten, but you lost the the first game uh, against a team in Rutgers that you had found a way to beat twice. Uh, so I don't think that helps if you lose to a team that you've already handled this season. And so, yeah, I think they're in the tournament either way. Uh, I think obviously, preferably, you'd rather. Um, be a six seed than a 10 seed. But like I said, the, the tournament's so unpredictable that I think you just have to play your best basketball. And I think at Michigan's best basketball, they're probably more in the four or five range. Uh, and at Michigan's worst basketball, honestly, if you look at the January stretch where they lost seven out of 10 or whatever it was, I think that's a, not an NCAA tournament team. So it feels like uh, a team that 
can do damage in the Big Ten tournament and the NCAA tournament, uh, but it can also get bounced early in both. So it's it's going to be an interesting March, at least compared to the last maybe five to six seasons uh, of Michigan postseason basketball. All right. Well, it's March conference tournament time, NCAA tournament coming up. Uh, either way, it's just something to get excited about. Michigan may totally flop in, in the Big Ten and the NCAA tournament, but Tons of basketball games, best time of the year for for sports fans. Uh, excuse me, sports fans, especially college sports fans. So, my recommendation would just be kind of sit back and enjoy it. Derek, any any advice? Yeah, sit back and enjoy it. If it's hard to you know pull it up at the old work desk, then just listen. That's all right. I'll do. I won't miss the game in terms of audio, but I might miss the visuals. But hey, all I need to hear is Franz Wagner has thirty five points and Michigan's uh, taking Wisconsin. Uh, to the woodshed and then going to play Saturday where most of us hopefully that that work that classic Monday through Friday will be able to actually sit down and enjoy a game Uh, so yeah if anything hopefully Michigan wins too to to give everybody a weekend of Michigan basketball that's what we'll hope for thanks for checking us out on the go blue crew if you want to follow me on twitter I'm at ty underscore Fenwick and Derek is at divine identity thanks for listening go blue go blue